the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is right now 12.06. It is Wednesday. It is July 7th. Hello. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is dipietro.com. It is very warm out. Absolutely. A, uh, another. Now, the, the good news is, as you just heard in the forecast, is it is going to cool off. But right now, depending where you are, it certainly feels that it is over 90 degrees. But it is then going to cool down. And then the next couple of days, actually, it's not going to be this warm uh, again until sometime at the end of next week. So that is the good news. But depending on where you are, it is uh, I'm seeing right now Woonsocket 88 degrees, but feels like 93. So it's kind of like that across the board. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. It's brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, on this Wednesday, if you're saying, you know, I've had it because it's going to be sweltering all summer long. And as far as we know, think of how central air can be such a game changer for your life. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. And I'll tell you why. Number one, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Number two, uh, estimates are free. Financing is available. J.K.L. Over 54 years in business. Called J.K.L. Engineering. If you're listening right now. Now, right now, it's 108 on this Wednesday afternoon, and maybe you're in Bellingham or you're in Franklin, wherever you can hear my voice, 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Maybe you're in Rentham, and you can't believe how uncomfortable it is. Now, if you have central air, it's a pretty good chance maybe it needs to be tuned up. So call JKL. Now, the same thing, by the way, if you're listening right now, whether you're in Cumberland or Burville, or or Lincoln, or Smithfield, and maybe you're saying, you know, I, I can't take this type of heat. Why not at least call them and find out about having central air for your home? Picture this, in your home, or business, but your home, it's always 70 degrees. Or maybe at nighttime you turn it down, 68, 66, whatever you want it to be. Are you tired this morning because you couldn't sleep last night because it was so muggy out? Call JKL 401-351-7600. Well, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this um, Wednesday. So some, um, some interesting stories. First of all, the president of Haiti was assassinated. Gunmen stormed the residence. Uh... Let's see. Tucker Carlson claims NSA leaked his emails to reporters. I think that's interesting. Close to home, it sounds like the the Moors, rise of the Moors, rise of the Moops, depending on how you look at it, that they are, in fact, going to be back in court on Friday. But this whole business that they don't, you know, they're not citizens. They're people of Morocco. They were of Moorish defend, uh, descent. I just, I mentioned at the end of last hour that there's an interview with the Boston Globe where uh, Brother Gary, of uh, the leader of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island, where he said, you know, they're, they're needed. They're Moorish people. And um, here's his, his quote. Uh, they're not a black extremist group. A few months ago, you watched a whole implement of white supremacists. I don't know what that, but run to the Capitol, tore it up, got killed, killed a few people. That's extremists. There's guns. They're rallying. They're rioting. That's so crazy. Compared to the Moors, as a radical group, is absurd. Now, a couple things about that. Number one, the only person that was killed at the Capitol was Ashley Babbitt. And it certainly seems to be pointing in the direction now that it was a Secret Service agent that killed her, which is why they won't reveal the name. So apparently in D.C., and President Trump uh, alluded to this the other day and mentioned and said that there's a, a name that, uh, that everyone seems to know that's floating around. 
Um, and in fact, that that everyone in Washington seems to know who it was that pulled the trigger with Ashley Babbitt. But I just want to address that. Now, what I find interesting in the Boston Globe story is they don't in any way challenge Brother Gary. You know, uh, the people that tore it up, got killed, killed a few people. That's false. None of the people that died on January 6th were because of the rioters. There's someone, there was a woman, by the way, that died. She had a fentanyl overdose. I don't know who she was, what she was doing in D.C. She was not inside, she was outside. But she died of a fentanyl overdose. That Capitol Police officer, he had a stroke that night. Two strokes, I believe. They initially were saying Congressman David Cicilline said that he was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Completely false. They say there's two other men that died. They both had heart attacks over by the speech. Folks, do you, do you realize that every Sunday around the NFL, there were, there were people that die at an NFL game. They have a heart attack. They have a stroke. Something goes wrong. They're not killed by the crowd. But it it happens. There were people that die on vacation. And the fact that those two, that then they kept saying five people killed at the Capitol, complete lie. My question is, how come there's no pushback on Brother Gary saying that? Now, it also says for a while, the rise of the Moors had an office in a nondescript two-story building on Main Street. Next to Black Lives Matter, just a short walk from Pawtucket City Hall. Occasionally, said Stephen Porter, the owner, Stillwater Books on Main Street, would see the Moors wearing their red fezes, setting up tables near the Ripta bus station, handing out food, clothing to transient people. Well, that's actually, they were recruiting. That's really, I mean, they, they may not want to admit it, but that's really what was going on. They were trying to recruit. They had no problem getting, um, you know, homeless people. And this leads me to believe more that this truly was a cult. And there's a lot of speculation on exactly where all of this was leading. Um, It was a cult. You don't train with high uh, high power weapons like that unless you plan on using them. But here's the part that I, I even mentioned this. And again, folks, good afternoon at 114. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 on 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. You then just click the listen live button. And then you there's another button that will lead you to that. You just press play and then you can listen. And we have people that literally listen all over the world. Uh, certainly all over the country and all over the New England area. But listen to this quote from Brother Gary. People should be proud they have these people in the community. He's saying, talking about the rise of the Moors. Now listen to this quote. You got the Klan. You got the neo-Nazis, the Proud Boys. They're here. So why can't the Moors be here? We need them here. We need more black people with guns. We need the protection I think this shows it's time for us to be liberated. Now, that certainly sounds, that does not sound like a peaceful statement. That's also, by the way, that's also not an accurate statement. And I was mentioning this to, I was saying this to uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and I've had these conversations with Brother Gary the leader of Black Lives Matter, that they carry on this falsehood is if all these groups are in Rhode Island, there's folks, there's no clan in our area. Someone said, well, you know, you got the, um, you have the, the Proud Boys. When, tell me, when was the last time anyone saw Proud Boys uh, in, in, in this area. Any type of gathering or anything uh, remotely close to a protest or anything like that. And the answer is you're not going to find them. 
because this whole business is if all these groups are just floating around on the street. There's no clan. He also mentions you got neo-Nazi. Where are the neo-Nazis? You mean a couple of um, a, a, a couple of idiots that go around and that go around and put down stickers that are, are, you know, saying like the original boys in the hood, which is what somebody put when they had the problem in, in Bristol. Is, is that what we're talking about? I mean, that, but we need more black people with guns. Boy, that's an interesting statement. I can't wait to hear and find out what Governor McKee and or what Mayor Alorza think about that. Really? It's time. We need more black people with guns. Now, this rise of the moops or the moors, none of them have a license for a firearm. Um, if you talk with, they were in the process of being radicalized. I guarantee if you talk to their families, they're going to tell you that they were just basically lost. They bring them in. They recruit them. They're kind of like, you know, the hijackers, basically. That's really what it, it comes down to. It's all a form of then brainwashing and getting them to be part of this group. That's what it comes down to. Now, uh, it's 117. I want to play, folks, I, I think Tucker Carlson, he is certainly feared without question. Tucker Carlson, it's not your imagination. He is feared he um he there are people that obviously want him off the air they want him to go away but tucker has a way of framing stories that and the way he approaches it that always make news i want to play he's exactly right about that cory bush can't stand that person that was saying, you know, I don't celebrate the 4th of July. Everything is race with this crowd. Let's see here. This was uh, this was Tucker last night talking about the representative uh, Corey Bush as of today. Well, some of our elected leaders, people supposed to be running the country, spent the 4th of July weekend reminding you that the country isn't worth anything. It's an awful place. It's not worth defending. It's not worth keeping. Missouri Congresswoman Cori Bush, for example, someone who could never have a job in the real world because she's not smart enough for a real job, complained that her taxpayer-funded gig is really a form of slavery. Quote, this land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. Cori Bush, however, is free to say stupid things on Twitter as much as she wants and draw a federal paycheck and have lifetime benefits for her job, wrecking the country that she hates. You know, he is exactly right. Folks, we're also reading learning more and again right now at 119 good afternoon arrest made a mold and slaying a 30 year old everett man was arrested this morning charges he murdered a young woman who happened to be this is terrible at the wrong place at the wrong time when he invaded a home in malden brian butler arrested without incident in the town of ashland butler faces murder armed home invasion other charges in the slaying of aaron fitzgibbon 30 of Everett shot, oh my God, shot in the head at a home in Malden's Fairmont Street Tuesday morning. Prosecutors say that while the family lived in the home knew Butler, Fitzgibbon was staying in the, as, at the home as a guest. Her death was the tragic result of her being in the wrong place at the wrong time. She was a visitor at the home, happened to only be staying at that house. A woman lives in the apartment where the slaying happened, declined to comment. Our hearts go out to Aaron's family. They said that Tuesday night, the family member told police they saw a butler leaving the property carrying a pistol and property the family had taken from the room where Fitzgibbon was staying. Police have also arrested 24 Cody DeJanto of Chelsea, alleged helping him flee the murder scene and providing him transportation to Ashland where he stayed overnight. Both men are to be arraigned in Malden District Court. Um, we recognize for our loved ones, Tuesday, the 50-year-old woman lives in a home, was making coffee Tuesday morning 
when she saw Butler, whom she knew, appear at the back door pointing a gun at her. Oh, she first thought it was a joke since she knew the individual. Woman approached the door, realized he wasn't joking, but trying to get into the home. Butler then allegedly discharged the gun at least twice. Although the gun appears to have malfunctioned in some way and did not fire. Still, the gun in some way broke the glass on the back door, she said. The woman dashed out of the home through the front porch, bringing her husband and adult son with her. Family believed Fitzgibbon had come outside with them. When they got outside, they heard an additional gunshot from inside the house. Three family members then saw Butler leaving the home carrying the gun in the property. He entered that room to take property he was seeking to rob from the family. Oh, my goodness. He looks like a... Uh, he looks like a drug addict. Wow. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. This, um, there's also that situation with the, uh, well, let me play a little of President Trump. This morning, the president had a press briefing. President Trump, top of his game, announcing the lawsuit against Facebook, Twitter, Google, all big tech. Today, in conjunction with the America First Policy Institute, I'm filing as the lead class representative a major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, as well as their CEOs, Mark Zuckerberg, Sunder Buche and Jack Gorsi. Three. <laughs> Those are not easy names to pronounce. Uh, President Trump, a little bit more from this morning. Right, people want us to take on. So many people have said to me, please, sir, do something about big tech. Sue them, sir. Sue them. And they've been saying it to me for a long time, but there has never been a better time to do it. Polling released by Scott Rasmussen, highly respected, shows that nearly two-thirds of Americans believe big tech companies should be required to abide by the First Amendment guarantee of free speech. And I think those numbers are low, very low. 68% of Americans believe social media companies should prioritize their fair treatment of every citizen over protecting themselves. They're, they want people protected. They want people to have their voice. And an overwhelming majority believe that tech giants have become too powerful. They've crossed the line many, many times and by far too much. The American people's birthright of freedom must prevail against big tech and other forces that seek to destroy it. Through this lawsuit, we are standing up for American democracy by standing up for free speech rights of every American, Democrat, Republican, Independent, whoever it may be. You know, he is exactly right, folks. And again, that was President Trump earlier. Um, Something has to be done about big tech because it is unfair. It absolutely is uh, completely unfair the way that they operate. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's 124. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by It's My Health. What are you doing on this nice Wednesday? Why not pop in and see our friend Marie? It's My Health, 1099. Menden Road in Cumberland. Number one, you're shopping local. Number two, her store has only quality, quality items, whether it's vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality and integrity. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, you will find great products like Isae or Kai Berry, as it's pronounced, that incredible antioxidant. Honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, how about maybe uh, you would like to just relax a little bit, right? Maybe you'd like to take it easy. You can go there and either purchase a gift certificate for a massage or that also, by the way, a gift certificate for a massage is always used.
used. I've been given them in the past. And um, if you give someone, or maybe instead of, a lot of people say, well, when I go on vacation, I like to get a massage. I think that's terrific. But you can go local, right? You certainly can go local. Stop in and see them. It's My Health. Now, she also has hemp and CBD products at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You've driven, how many times have you driven past that white church? Why not pop in and say, hello there, Marie. She's so helpful. She's so friendly. She has quality products. You're shopping local. As far as hemp and CBD products, maybe you hurt your back or hurt yourself in, in some way. In um in you and it'll it'll certainly help you and ease the pain, but on top of that, with it's my health and Cumberland the hemp and CBD products a lot of people are using that for their pets, folks stop in and see Marie, it's my health ten ninety nine Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, there is um good afternoon at one twenty seven. I'm glad that President Trump is taking action, folks. Somebody has to. Somebody absolutely uh, has to take action uh, against big tech because, let's face it, you're you're not going to get it from Congressman Cicilline, right? You're not going to get it from Congressman Cicilline. And the thing about Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline is if he thought big tech was being unfair to Democrats, then he'd be trying to fight them. But they're happy if they feel it's being unfair to President Trump and others. Now, yesterday, the rise of the Moors were in court. Let's listen. This is the uh, Channel 12 package. Judge today, including two men from Rhode Island. The militia group was involved in an hours-long armed standoff with Massachusetts State Police on 95 North this weekend. They're now facing several gun charges after a state trooper found them on the side of the road with rifles and pistols wearing military-style gear. 12 News reporter Brittany Schaefer joins us now live from outside of court in Medford, Massachusetts, with how members of the group explain their actions today. Brittany? Well, Mike, the hearings are still going on due to many delays from disruptions and objections. The two men from Rhode Island, one from Providence, one from Pawtucket, both faced a judge this afternoon. The rise of the Moors say they don't follow federal or state laws. That logic also continuing in the courtroom Tuesday. Hold on, I have some more questions. You're going to get a full opportunity to speak. I just have a few more questions, okay? Two of the 11 men arrested are from Rhode Island. The first remained Quinn Cumberlander of Pawtucket, the 40-year-old describing his group as a well-regulated militia. Police say 29-year-old Jamal Latimer of Providence is the group's leader. The 29-year-old saying he does not agree with the several gun charges brought against him. I understand that you are charged with a number of crimes. Is that true? Other members of the Rise of the Moors and family were present in court today. One member, only wishing to be identified as Rashad, says he's there to support his fellow comrades, also telling us more about the group's mission. We're a civic organization. We teach about nationality. We teach about law. We teach about history. And Cumberlander and Latimer were both held without bail and are both due back in court on Friday for a dangerousness hearing. For now, live in Medford, I'm Brittany Schaefer, 12 News. Things have been going on all day for the 11 members of a Rhode Island-based group involved in a long-standoff stand, long that shut down Route 95. Members of the self-identified militia claim they do not recognize state or federal laws, a point several of them brought up in court today. 12 News reporter Brittany Schaefer joins us now from Medford, Massachusetts with an update. Massachusetts state troopers surround both the inside and outside of the courthouse here today. According to police, two of the men arrested are from Rhode Island, one from Pawtucket, the other from Providence. Both faced a judge today, this afternoon. Frequent disruptions, outbursts, and objections. Are you prepared to answer that? 11 Rise of the Moors members are arraigned in Moulton District Court. The group says they do not follow federal or state laws, also not following rules in court today. Hold on, I have some more questions. You're going to get a full opportunity to speak. I just have a few more questions. The men say they were traveling from Rhode Island to Maine for training. Prosecutors say the 11 men refused to comply with officers, leading to an hours-long armed standoff with police on I-95. Other officers showed up and essentially established the perimeter and began to try to negotiate to basically get them to disarm and, and surrender peacefully. 
Good afternoon. It's uh, 1.32. It's John DiPietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to just remind people that uh, let's be um, let, let's be honest. If, um, if, if, if this were, this is not about race. This is not about race because if this Let's picture this were 11 white men in, in, in uh, full military garb. They don't have driver's license. They don't have license to carry. What do you think the coverage would be, right? How would that be portrayed? This is not about race. Can you even imagine how this would be, you know, Trump supporters doing this and blah, blah, blah. And it is just, I can't even, this, this has nothing to do with race. The fact that they are 11 black members of a militia, that's what, they're, they're benefited by that. All of this, I mentioned the, the comments from Brother Gary and that, can you even, I, I can't, that, that would have stopped everything. This would be the lead story on all the local news stations. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're covering it. But if, if they happen to be, imagine 11 of them stopped, all white, local militia from Rhode Island, make America. If one of them had to make America great, I don't know, they wouldn't even need the hat. I'm just like throwing that out there. You would have seen that I'm even saying you would have seen press conference. You would have seen Attorney General Peter Narona. You would have seen Governor McKee, uh, Cicilline, Langevin, all of them. This needs to be stopped. This is white supremacy. These people are dangerous. This is not what we're all about. And blah, blah, blah. Would have gone on and on if that had been the case. But as I've been saying earlier. It is, it is just incredibly ironic to me. And there should have been a split screen. If you were going to do a split screen, it would have been the idiots that were out protesting. Saturday afternoon at the Providence Police Station. Or now they call it the Public Safety Complex because there's also a fire station there. But anyhow, they would have been screaming up and down. Um, there they were talking about defund the police. And Mayor Alorza always likes to talk about we need to get guns off the street. But he has nothing to say when a group coming from Providence, Rhode Island, 11 of them, long guns, AKs, shotguns, AR-15s, body armor, tactical gear, bulletproof vest, whole thing. They, They were ready for a military mission. They're just being trained. And you have a police officer, a heads up Massachusetts State Police officer who did not panic, who immediately called for backup, who used his training. It's like, let's have everybody simmer down. As he stops them because they look like they have some problems, those guys are standing 1.30 in the morning, standing outside their vehicles, full military garb with long guns slung across their bodies. You would think that you had stumbled into, like, the Taliban in Afghanistan. 
and not one shot was fired. He didn't panic. He didn't freak. Um, and the pathetic nature of the protest at the public safety complex, the, pu- the, the pathetic nature of that, of them protesting because, as a matter of fact, one member of Black Lives Matter called it one of the worst attacks in the history of Rhode Island. Some people decided to fight with police. Police wisely used pepper spray. And then in the course of doing that, a couple of them, some of the, they had young children out there. They caught some. I mean, it was, it was purely accidental. But that, that's what it came down to. And then, you know, to, to go off in that way. And not one member of the local media said to them, you know, you're talking about defunding the police and a threat and all this other stuff. But what do you make the fact that one hour from here, one hour from here, up 95 North, the fact that a Massachusetts state trooper stopped what seemingly was a terror cell on their way, fully loaded guns and everything else. So don't, who, if you defund the police, who's going to make that stop? Your crowd, as they're screaming about pepper spray, as they're screaming about white supremacy, and they're also, by the way, screaming about not being respected. Folks, right now, it's 137. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This power, this portion of the program is brought to you by Jamie's Power Wash. Now, as you're looking out at your property with all this rain and heat and humidity, the mildew, the algae, it's growing. It's getting worse. Let's get rid of it. Call them at 401-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash. Also on Facebook. And the website is uh, on, on Facebook. You can find them, Jamie's Power Wash. And then the um, website is jamiespowerwash.com. Jamiespowerwash.com. He also, by the way, you've heard me discuss him. 401-837-4545. You want to get rid of green stains. You want to get rid of anything like that. At contact Jamie's Power Wash. 401-837-4545. Deck staining. Uh, he does it all. You've heard me talk about professional power washing, deck staining, and he also does uh, handyman services. Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545. Now, again, on the website, depetro.com, you can see all the original, um, all the uh, comments and uh, all of the stories and video and folks to petro.com which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call them today, request a quote, 401-712-2700. Mike Seepy, his crew, remember, S-O-L-E, Soul Source. They clean and disinfect residential, commercial properties. You can depend on Soul's S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration, and also the website is soulsourcerestoration.com, Soul Source Restoration, S-O-L-E, soulsourcerestoration.com, or call them, 401-712-2700. You want to make sure that you go, uh, they have what you need to clean and disinfect residential commercial properties, whether it's the microthermal fogging, the UV light treatment, wipe down service, um, personnel entry testing, surface pathogen testing, you can depend on SOLE, Soul Source Restoration, and Mike CP and his crew. They're the best. 401 712 2700. So, folks, again, uh, President Trump earlier today, and I don't blame him. I, I, uh, I'm very disappointed. I am um, surprised. And I, I'm just surprised that this uh, the ban on him has gone on this long. Um, let me just read some of the comments about it. I've read uh, the lawsuits against Twitter and Facebook set aside. They really are. But uh, one claim is the Facebook daft on behalf of the U.S. government. Um, I, I don't know what to make of that. Someone is is uh, challenging that. But this um, this talk about. Um, the situation where you have the head of Black Lives Matter. We need more black people with guns. We need protection. It's time for liberation. Here in Rhode Island, you got the Klan, you got the neo Nazis, you got the Proud Boys. So why can't the rise of the Moors be here? 
you know, that, that is completely wrong, number one. Number two, this business of they're not, oh, no, they're, they're not citizens. Well, if they're not citizens, then why are they receiving public assistance? If they're not citizens, why are they receiving public assistance? If they're not American citizens, why are they, um, why are they receiving EBT cards, uh, benefiting from Section 8 housing, and the whole thing? Here's another story, folks. FBI seized fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set from an alleged riot leader. Robert Morse came prepared for violence and repeatedly led the violent mob attacking prosecutors said the FBI is building its case an alleged leader. He seized a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set. He's 27 years old, one with a notebook containing instructions how to create a hometown militia. The suspect allegedly led Ryers one of the most intense prolonged clashes. He was wearing tactical gear, MAGA hat. He led supporters trying to breach the Lower West Terrace, ripping a riot shield from the Metropolitan Police. Came prepared for violence, repeatedly led the violent mob, says prosecutors, by the way. So I'm looking at it. I didn't realize there is a Lego set, United States Capitol building, and you build it with Legos. They have the, you know, the green that they have. I'm looking at it right now. It's kind of funny. Um, he remains by bars also wrote down reminders, bring assault rifle for magazines. The Army Ranger turned substitute teacher was indicted last month for his alleged role in the uprising. Assaulting, resistor, impeding officers. So, found a notebook, how to create a hometown militia. Here it is again. Five people died as a result of the violent conflict. Wrong. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died of a stroke after fighting off the crowd. Well, that part's true. More than 140 people were injured when the mob tried to stop Congress from formalizing the victory. 500 people have been charged in the melee. And investigators are still investigating hundreds of other suspects. How come, folks, no one from last summer, looking at the New York Post, who were the five people who died in the D.C. protests at the Capitol? Ashley Babbitt, shot and killed by Secret Service. U.S. Capitol Police officer also died after physically engaging with protesters. Now... There is no evidence. When was this published? January 7th. Okay, so this is the day after. One of the people died from a medical emergency. Kevin Gleason of Athens, Alabama. He had a heart attack. Um, Gleason had a history of high blood pressure. Suffered a fatal heart attack, leaving the speech. Second medical emergency, Benjamin Phillips, Pennsylvania computer programmer died of a stroke leaving the speech and the third person rosanna boylan look at this false trampled to death by a mob wrong 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 she died of a fentanyl overdose ashley babbitt was the only person who was should there was no reason to shoot and kill ashley babbitt and i do believe that she was she was, in fact, killed by Secret Service. Completely, completely false. Folks, they have no problem continuing to permeate it. But this business of, uh, and I'll have this uh, up on Facebook, the comments from Brother Gary. And him saying that, that basically, you know, it's time for... Uh, black people need, we need more black people with guns. Boy, that's quite a quote. And yeah, the Moors, they need to, and, and also let's be very clear about this something. And I said this to Dan McGowan. Again, the, the reporter to the story on Brother Gary in the Boston Globe, after the arms stand off with the rise of the Moors, the spectacle is the point. Amanda Milkovitz is a very good reporter. But there's no pushback here. Brother Gary says, you know, you got the Klan, you got the neo-Nazis, and you got the Proud Boys. So they're here, so why can't the Moors be here? So he starts to go through, all right, well, the Klan is very big in Smithfield, and the neo-Nazis are very big in Burville, and the Proud Boys, 
They are very, very popular in Cumberland. So we need the Moors. We need more black people with guns. Now, none of that is true. And as I've said, I've had this discussion with off here, Black Lives Matter. I've had this discussion in the past. Folks, there's no, in the Northeast, there's no Klan. We don't have the Klan. I, I don't even think there is a Klan anymore. If there's any groups that they get, they get together re- resembling that, they're down south. They're not in New England. We don't have any neo-Nazis. We don't, I don't even know where they may be. I, I'm unfamiliar. Now, again, I'm not saying there aren't a few, few um, fringe lunatics. Now, the Proud Boys is different. The Proud Boys was actually started in New York City with Gavin McInnes. It started as a goof, started as a joke. It was actually a radio bit. That kind of spread amongst Trump supporters, and that did catch on. But they are nowhere now since they were deemed in Canada a terrorist group and because of what happened. Um, I, I don't know. I don't locally you don't see anything right I mean Black Lives Matter had the protest at the public safety complex Uh, Black Lives Matter also by the way had one Um, they had one Friday as well so but there's there's no what he's talking about brother Gary the 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 situation he describes I should say you know what he's trying to his reality is not, it's not reality. It's not like, oh, I'm driving to the Rhode Island State House. Oh, I see some people protesting. Who's that at the Rhode Island State House? Oh, that's just the KKK. That's the local clan. Oh, yeah, they're pretty active. They're out there protesting. You don't see that. You know why? Because there aren't anybody like that. There's no one like that. Or you don't say, hey, who's that group over by the State House? Oh, those are the local neo-Nazis. There are no local neo-Nazis. Now, I, I hear some stuff about Proud Boys, and maybe in New England there are some. But to me, if, if you're invisible, if you're not doing anything public, then I, I, I don't, it's like a secret group. Are you really a group? Are you really a group if you don't do anything public? If, and again, so what I'm saying is he's wrong on that as well. You know, there's no, hey, this Wednesday or next Friday night at the State House, they're going to have the Proud Boys are having a protest. Now, that does go on in other states, by the way. In Florida, they had a very active chapter. In New York, they were doing monthly meetups. But it's mostly to fight off against members of Antifa and the radical left. But you don't have this here. Now, can you imagine? Again, folks, it's 149. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So let's just say this is the leader of Black Lives Matter saying we need more black people with guns. What if he and, and his silence, by the way, what would be the reaction if we had someone say we need more white people with guns? We need more Italians with guns. You know what? We need more Jewish people with guns. How about we need more Hispanic people with guns? Why is it okay? Of course, no pushback from local media. Why is it okay for him to say we need more black people with guns? We need the protection. This is liberation time. We need to arm all members of Black Lives Matter. We want to. We want to have every member of Black Lives Matter carrying a shotgun at the next protest. What would the, would anyone then call them out? Back back after January sixth, there's a rep, Justin Price. I think he represents uh, like Coventry, West Greenwich, that area, right around there. So he went to Washington. He was in D.C. He didn't go inside the Capitol. He didn't break any laws. He went to hear President Trump give a speech, and then he walked down and was standing outside the Capitol. People like the General Treasurer, Seth Magazino, all these others, they wanted him to resign. They were all castigating him, criticizing him. Huge story. Media went outside his house. 
What if he had said, you know, I, I came back from there, and after seeing Black Lives Matter and Tifa, we need more white people with guns. What would be the reaction then? People would be up in arms. So, but what I, I don't understand is Brother Gary makes these statements, BG, and no one calls him out on it. No one in the media says, now wait a minute. Can I ask you about, what do you mean there's, there's the Klan around here? What do you, what, can you back that up? What do you mean there's neo-Nazis in Rhode Island? Now again, I recognize they found two people going to, I think, the Bristol area. They were putting stickers up. They seemed to be, I'm not saying they were funny, but they were putting up stickers that showed the original boys in the hood. They think it's funny, and they show three hoods of the Klan. That doesn't mean they're, so, so, all right, I'll even, let's pretend for a moment that they are neo-Nazi. I don't think they are, but let's just say they are. So that's two of them. So you need 11 armed rise of the moops because of those two? No, these guys, these, the, the rise of the Moors, the pride of Providence and Pawtucket, they get a chance to test out. They have all these legal theories. You can't do that. We're a sovereign nation. We're from Morocco. You can't, you can't tell me what to do. I'm not from this country and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I don't have to answer your questions. I like the one that was saying, well, he's going to represent me. And the judge said, no, no, no. He's, he's one of your co-defendants, number one. Number two, he's not an attorney. They step in there. We don't honor your laws or anything like that. Well, then you're going behind bars. Folks, right now at 153 on this Wednesday, this portion of the program is brought by State Towing Service. Auto sales and repair. Do you need a vehicle towed? Call State Towing Service. 24-hour towing, 401-331-0925. And remember, if you're ever in an accident, have your vehicle. Have them bring it over to our friends at West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today. Call Kenny, 401-272-3340. Let me ask you a question. Were you in an auto accident? Maybe you were, you know, the uh, maybe there's something, someone hit your vehicle. Maybe you were in an accident. Maybe you were hit by that councilwoman in Providence who did the hit and run. Whoever she hit, they need to bring their vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Located at 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. The original, the best. They will repair your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. And remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. So here is the uh, leader of the rise of the moves. from PTSD after combat deployments, they can't even exercise their own rights. And, and the fact that that's not a problem to you guys is like just is so damaging to the public trust. This is him negotiating. So this is Jamal negotiating with the, Rhode Island, the uh, Massachusetts State Police. Servicemen and women? And the fact that you're allowing the media to portray us as, as anti-government after I expressed to you multiple times when I'm anti-government, it's, it's, it's violating my trust with you guys. So I'm just informing you, we're not going to escalate anything any further. We're not going to, we're, we're, we're going to continue to not point our, our arms at you because that's, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we plan to do today. Uh, we're, we're, we're not going to uh, threaten you guys. We're not going to uh, coerce you guys. We're not going to make you guys feel threatened type of way. Uh, we're not going to uh, uh, do any shady movements or anything like that to make you guys feel friend. We're not going to do anything like that. So at most, what's going to happen is we're going to get so fatigued to the point where it's, 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 it's easier for you to violate us because we're going to be so weak from not eating and, and drinking that you're just going to be able to arrest us. That's, that's really what's going to happen. And you're probably going to have to bring me out on, on, a stretcher, on a stretcher. So please have paramedics ready. Uh, because I'm already fatigued. Who's that? 
Or is it on camera? He was just arrested on camera? That was dope, bro. Oh, okay, okay, I'm tripping. Yeah, so, so... He's not even listening to the state police. This is when he was negotiating with Massachusetts State Police, the troopers. No, uh, I already don't have that window because I'm already blocked on social media. Okay, I, I hear you, I hear you, and I'm pretty sure you mean what you're saying. I'm pretty sure you're not... Tell him the, tell him the that, that's, that's just gonna lie. Now, again, uh, Jamal, folks, former Marine... Uh, he he started out. He got some job. Things went sideways on him. He's got a daughter. Don't get me wrong. He seems astute. He seems well spoken. You you he seems to be someone you want to give respect to. But as far as the law and what he's talking about, he it doesn't apply. He actually doesn't know what he's talking about with that. So. He sounds like someone who would know what they're talking about, but they don't. This was um, during the course of the night. Moore's helping us, notifying their chain of command of what's going on. We're still here. We're still safe. Uh, the lieutenant has informed us that they're going to move some of their vehicles, and they're doing that now. It's cold out here, so I'm shivering this. That's why I sound like this. We've been out here since about 2 a.m. It's about 4 a.m. It's... Um, so we've been here since 1.53 a.m. It is July 3rd, 2021. We are in North America, Morocco. We are on the Interstate 95 near uh, exit 57.4. The mile marker is right near this police vehicle, which they're going to be moving it soon. And I'll, I'll be able to walk up because I don't want them to think anything funny. But if I could just show you for the record, because we already assured them that we're going to be peaceful. Again, this business of where you're not in Morocco, you're on 95 North heading to New Hampshire. Right here. The red light indicates that it's, that's recording. Our vehicle is full of camping equipment, which supports uh, what I said about how we're going to our... Pro- now listen, Jamal, he, he sounds pretty proud of himself. Uh, I, I wonder if this was a stunt, if they were doing this just to try to get attention for the group and he certainly wanted everyone to kind of recognize or realize that he's he's solid he knows what he's talking about there's a guy to be respected but he he's not there's think of that there's 11 of them now they're back in court on friday i i just don't i, I don't know what country they think they're living in they feel no no we're not citizens of the united states so therefore the laws don't apply well then you need to go somewhere where the laws apply to you because we do have laws here. We're a nation of laws. You may not realize it. You were born in Providence. You're from Rhode Island. So whatever you, you can change your name. You can say you have a new flag. You can say all those things. But it's like at the end of the day, that guy's from Pawtucket and you're from Providence. And here's what your real names are. Folks, it's John DePietro. It's 159 on this Wednesday. Now coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news. And then it's going to be the uh, John Dion program. Now, again, look for me on Facebook when there's breaking news. We do the Facebook stream. If you'd like to reach me, you would? Great. Go to the website, dipetro.com, and you can click on Contact John and a lot more. Enjoy. Stay cool on this Wednesday. WNRI Socket.